0: traveling for a long while, you and your mother, but finally your journey is almost done. You made it to a port and the Germans have promised to get you away from the approaching Red Army. You're excited. You look at the large ship towering over you. People are yelling and children are crying. But that is all drowned out. The impressive ship in front of you is what is going to save you and your mother. read the large words on the imposing ship, M.V. Wilhelm Gustloff. You don't know who he was, but you thank him because he, or at least the ship named after him, was what was going to save you. When you think of the most deadly ship sinking in history, you probably think of the RMS Titanic or the RMS Lusitania. However, The amount of deaths caused by these tragedies pale in comparison to the amount of lives that were taken when the MV Wilhelm Gustloff was torpedoed. Why is it that so many people have never heard of this? Well, maybe because there were refugees fleeing a war that had killed so many already. Maybe because it was 1945 and the German military was operating it. Or maybe it's because the stories of those on the wrong side of history are rarely told. Welcome to Deadly History. I'm Priscilla Sears, and today I will be talking about the MV Wilhelm Gustav, the deadliest ship sinking in history, and Operation Hannibal, the largest naval evacuation in history, and the thousands of lives that were lost during this. History comes with great accomplishments that have shaped how we live today. But history can also be tragic, with lives taken at every turn. On Deadly History, I talk about the darker parts of our world's history. Those parts that you may or may not know about. Some events that were heard worldwide, and some that few know about. Listen to learn about the more deadly parts of this world's history. MV Wilhelm Gustloff was built originally as a luxury cruise ship and was launched in 1937. However, it was used as a hospital ship for the German military from late 1939 to late 1940 when it was turned into barracks for U-boat trainees. U-boats were German submarines used in World War II. It was not used again until Operation Hannibal. Operation Hannibal was a mass evacuation led by the German military in the Baltic Sea in an attempt to evacuate German refugees, military personnel, and more from Latvia, Lithuania, Estonia, East Prussia, and Poland that were fleeing the approaching Soviet military. The majority of the civilians in the Baltic states weren't for or against a particular side of the war. They were just against whoever was trying to kill them at that moment. And now it was the Soviets. Thousands of people died as well, trying to make their way to one of the evacuation ports, dying of starvation, freezing to death, being killed by the Soviet military, falling through ice while trying to cross certain sections of water, and so much more. While there were many ships participating in the evacuation, the MV Wilhelm Gustloff was one of the largest. It had been months since you had been warm, truly warm to your bones and it had been months since you had not been hungry. The familiar pang of hunger in your stomach had not left. But it had gotten worse since that day. It was a month earlier, and you're sitting on the stairs. Your mother and grandmother are talking. They think you're asleep, but you hear every word they say. You miss your family. Since the war started, they've all been leaving you. Your father left one day over a year ago. You haven't seen him since. You got back from the market one day, and you never saw him again. Your mother won't tell you anything. Your sister moved away a few months ago, newly married and pregnant, to a few towns over. You sat there listening to your mother talk. For the past few weeks, you've heard stories. The Red Army had been approaching, invading small towns, killing everybody in them. Your mother left a week ago to get your sister, and she had just gotten back. A haunted look in her eyes. You don't understand. It was terrible. Your mother was sobbing. You sat there, trying not to cry, as you listened to her talk. She had gotten to the town too late. It was a ghost town. Bodies lay everywhere. It was not hard to find your sister. She had been killed been nailed to a barn door, her unborn child dead in her womb. Her husband shot, his body lying on the ground next to her. The next day, you, your mother, and your grandmother packed everything you could carry and left, never looking back. The MV Wilhelm Gustloff was docked at the port city of Goffenhoven, now Guinea Poland. Even though thousands of people were able to get tickets on one of the ships, there were still thousands left on the docks. Because for the need of evacuation, families with children were prioritized above others. At the time of departure, there were estimated 10,980 people on board, including crew members, officers, wounded soldiers, female naval auxiliary helpers, and civilians. You had been traveling for nearly a month, catching rides on carts when you could, but you had been walking most of the way, sleeping in barns when you could find one, on the side of the road when not. You never warmed up. Your boots never dried. The small fires you were able to start were smoky and did not give off much warmth. It rarely stopped snowing. You walked with groups when you saw them, but people died or just gave up. Your grandmother didn't wake up one morning. Her body was cold as the ground beneath her. You just left her there on the side of the road, taking her coat with you. You and your mother couldn't even gather the strength to move her off the side of the road. Nevertheless, bury her. You passed multiple checkpoints by the Germans. Each one you had to wait hours to cross. Finally, though, you're nearing the end of your journey. You would board a ship that would take you across the Baltic Sea. You and your mother joined the mass of people rushing to get onto the ship. People were pushing and shoving. You gripped hard to your mother's hand in hopes of not getting separated. Finally, though, you were aboard, along with thousands of others. You were brought into the ballroom. You could see that this was once a grand ship. The tall walls of the room were magnificent. Now, though, The beauty was ruined by the desperation of the people filling the room you saw a few people with life jackets but you didn't have one and didn't think much of it you were finally leaving soon after entering the baltic sea the large ship was spotted by soviet submarine s-13 at 915 four torpedoes were fired into the port side of the ship marked with for the soviet people for Leningrad, for Hitler, and for Stalin. However, the torpedo marked for Stalin failed in its tube and did not launch. The first torpedo hit where the off-duty crew slept. The second, the pool area where the female naval auxiliary members were staying. The third was a direct hit to the engine room. It took less than an hour after the initial hit for the massive ship to sink, taking thousands of lives with it. You had finally fallen asleep, your head on your mother's lap, when you felt a large boom and you were jolted awake. The ground shook beneath you. People screamed. Your mother gasped. Torpedoes. You could already feel the ground tilting beneath you. People were rushing towards the exits, trying to get out of the large room. You were pulled with the crowd. The hallways were narrow. People pushed and fell. Nobody cared, though. You saw one girl briefly as you passed. She was younger than you, but not by much. She was lying on the steps, bloody and not moving. The cold air was a shock when you finally reached the upper deck. Miraculously, though, you and your mother had not been separated in the chaos. Lifeboats were already being lowered. You were confused. There didn't seem to be enough to fit everybody on the deck. And you knew there were still people beneath, in the lower decks. Your mother was pulling you to the railing, to a lifeboat that people were rushing to get into. It didn't seem like you were going to make it before it lowered, but you felt a sharp push, and you fell into the lowering boat. You looked back. Your mother was standing on the deck, watching you lower into the frigid water below. You screamed, trying to climb out of the boat to get to her but people pulled you back. You drifted away as you watched the ship sink, taking your mother with it. There were originally supposed to be 22 lifeboats on the ship, enough to hold the original capacity of the ship at 1,463. But 10 of the lifeboats were missing, and only 9 were reported to have been lowered. The water temperature in the Baltic Sea at that time of year Is normally about 39 degrees Fahrenheit. That particular night, however, the air temperature was about 0 to 14 degrees Fahrenheit. Many of the deaths were directly from the torpedoes, being crushed underfoot by the stampede, going to the lifeboats, and by drowning. But the majority of the reasons for death was hypothermia due to exposure to the water. Because there were so many people aboard the ship, everybody was cramped together, making it hard to move about. Because of this, the narrow hallways in the ship did not accommodate the amount of people that were rushing to get to the upper decks. Because of the human stampede, many people, mostly children, were crushed underfoot. Thousands were trapped inside the hull of the ship. Because of the lack of lifeboats, many people dove into the water if they were lucky enough to get to the top deck in hopes to be able to survive the frigid temperatures or to be able to pull into a boat that had already been launched, or just to avoid being trapped on the boat as it went under. However, these people soon froze to death, or if they were lucky enough to be pulled into a lifeboat, they soon died of hypothermia. About 9,340 out of the 10,580 people perished in the sinking, with about 5,000 of them children making this the largest death toll in marine history, with nearly ten times the amount of deaths than on the Titanic. In 1945 alone, it is estimated that more than 25,000 people died in the Baltic Sea. The survivors of the sinking were rescued the next morning by German torpedo boat T-13. Torpedo boats were special military boats designed to destroy submarines underneath the water, by releasing torpedoes underneath it. The torpedo boat brought the survivors to Denmark. As the sun rose, the horror of the night's events were truly shown, as the rising sun showed the water full of floating bodies. Because there were not enough life jackets, many bodies sank beneath the water. For years, bodies drifted to the shores of the Baltic Sea, frightening people who discovered them. You can now go diving in the Baltic Sea and see the hull of the massive ship, the letters of its name still visible, the ship that took so many lives mercilessly. You sat in the tiny boat, the sun peeking over the horizon. Your mother was gone. Bodies floated around you, bumping into the tiny boat the people with the oars pushed them away and you watched them drift away the icy waters swallowing them their lives gone replaced by a frozen body drifting aimlessly surrounded by thousands of others a boat was in the distance coming to save you but did it matter your mother your father your sister grandmother all gone why were you so alive why were you the only one who had not been taken but left to drift amidst the bodies of the not so fortunate but you would survive be taken wherever this boat coming closer at the minute would take you and you would live because they didn't thank you for listening to deadly history